On today's podcast, I am pulling from some old recorded videos that are from this past summer, and I've just spliced up a certain section. And in this episode, I am talking to my friend, Andrea Nunez, who is the CEO of the Genesis Group. More importantly, she's one of my dearest friends, but she is just really great about all things business. In this conversation, we talk about, I think, something that people are not aware of on a regular basis. A lot of these contests and a lot of these things that are talking about prizes for your content. So listen in. Enjoy. All right. So we're back and I'm glad that we're talking about this. And um, I just want to go back to it. And I'm not going to name the name of the company, but what we were just discussing is so important. There were all of these contests out there that are under the guise of if you create something and send it to us, we'll give you a prize if you win first, second and third. And it's like always something like $250 for first place, $200 for second and uh, $50 for third place or something like that. But then they ask you to create basically an entire business plan or a PowerPoint presentation and video. And so what I was just telling you was I was about to participate in a program that is led by a major podcasting company and another big women's group. Um, And they're going through this other entity. And what they're looking for supposedly is, you know, the newest podcasting women uh, that might be interested in getting a shot at winning one of these first, second, or third place prizes. But in doing so, in doing the whole process, I realized, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Cause they were asking for not just storyboards and a presentation. And um, they wanted the entire series that I was going to work on everything I would need to people I would hire editing, whatever. It was a lot of stuff just for 250 bucks. If you won, I decided to go in and read the fine print. And what I realized was regardless, if you win or not, they own everything you submit. And I was like, Whoa, wait a minute. And I went back and read it a second time. And I thought, who are these people scamming people like this? Yeah, I mean, this is a huge problem. And I think, you know, in the last couple of years, maybe longer, it's uh, people have noticed how often they get asked <laughs> to do work for free, right? To, um, you know, create something for exposure, you know, this, this used to happen a lot kind of in the coaching circles where you, you want to get published, you know, somewhere so that you could say, oh, I was published in, you know, Fast Company or, okay, I shouldn't name names. I don't know if they do this or not, but you know, they want to be published somewhere so that they can say they were published somewhere. Um, And so you would create something, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, you would write something, you've created something, and then you would give it to them. And so they are getting your content, they are getting your, you know, the fruits of your labor, and not paying you anything. Now, in this case, with these prizes, they're paying you some like nominal amount, but they own everything that you create. These are more egregious, I think, honestly, than, than, you know, some of these other things, because, 
maybe you get a prize, but, and maybe you don't, but either way, everything you've submitted belongs to them now. So let's just say Carmen that you didn't win (laughs) and you went ahead with that whole idea and saw it to fruition in some other manner. You don't own that anymore. Right. It's none of it is yours. So any kind of success, any kind of, you know, profit, whatever you might have goes back to them legally. Right. And it's let me also up. add, let me also add that they, even if you were to win the $250 prize, the first prize or whatever, I had just spent 10 hours. I wasn't even done working on this. And, and it didn't hit me till after to look at the fine print. Um, I went well, back. Even if you win the $250, they could still take your idea and be like, okay, thanks. Right. Here's the 250. We're going to, you know, get someone with a bigger name to go and exactly. do that. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Oh my God. Wait a minute. I didn't even think about that. I'm so angry. I didn't even think about that right? part of it. It's like, there, it's, it's like this, I, I picture like this big whale, like coming and scooping up all of these ideas and be like, these are ours now. <laughs> And that's not to say that all organizations that are doing this kind of thing are bad. I think what I'm trying to say is people need to read the fine print. I know it's a pain to read the rules, to read the fine print. But if you're going to spend all that time with the hopes of winning a $250, whatever it is, because some of the things on there, because they have all these different things on there. And that's how I knew it was weird. That's how I knew something was odd because so many people are using it. To clicking the box that we've read and when we really Mm -hmm. haven't. But when it comes to something where you are giving your time, your energy, your creativity, your ideas, read it all because they, it's, you're, it's all designed to screw you over. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wait. Okay. I don't know. Okay. That's one way to look at it. I'm going to be the (laughs) positive person on this one and say, I don't know if it's always about screwing people over, but it is a way to make people, uh, to help businesses that maybe don't have a lot of money get content, right? It's a different way. I can see a small business taking advantage of this to find a really great intern when they really couldn't afford to maybe do it another way. Um, but you know, be, be upfront about that, right? Like that's the thing. I think that's the part that bothers me. Don't put it under this facade and then say, I own it all. You could say, for example, you could say, we're looking for an intern. Here's how we're going to go about it. We'd like you to do this project. And whoever wins gets the spot to be our intern. And we're only paying whatever, $15 that whatever it is. But you own your content if you don't win. Like, that's okay. You can, you can find different ways to use these angles, but you cannot make people give away their content for free. That is just the wrong part of it. Well, and that's what I mean. Um, You know, you can make people do that and they do. And it's (laughs) unfortunate. And that's, you know, I mean, I combat this from the perspective of, of seeing a lot of my friends from back in the day, musicians, people, you know, like, oh, I got signed. It's like the holy grail to get signed, right? Right. Well, and then you're really screwed because... Now you owe the record company money for this, that, and the other thing. You know what I mean? It's just, and we've all heard about all of those artists who somehow got screwed out of their catalog or, you know, all like, and it's just, 
there's something about it that just feels inherently wrong. Like I created this, this came from like my being, I created it, I put it out in the world. And because I didn't read the fine print or because it was written in some mumbo jumbo way, now somebody else owns my creation. And so I think it's something that always gets me super worked up. This is like a near and dear to my heart kind of thing. Cause it just feels so, so mm-hmm. wrong. Like you, anytime you are creating something and offering it to someone else, read every single period, comma, semicolon, right. like get in there and understand what you are doing because I do believe those contracts are designed to screw you out of your all you have to do is look up people like Prince Taylor Swift is probably one of the most common ones that happened recently. Um, George Michael had that issue. So there are big stars that had to deal with this that have kind of, uh, you know, fought it back, but they had to fight tooth and nail and they had the lawyers to do it. I think. Look, at, I think at the end of the day, you're right. Anyone who's creating content needs to be very careful about who they're giving it to and uh, read the fine print. But the other part of this, too, is and, and this is where I backed off of this. If you're going to do this, be OK with giving away that content. Right. Right. Yeah. So I wrote my first book and, um, you know, someone turned around and said, you know what, um, I would love to buy this one chapter from you. And people got all upset with me because I was like, I'm not selling a, a chapter of my book, you know, and not for like 500 bucks. You know what I, mean? I was like, this is my story. This belongs to me. And they're like, you're making a big mistake because we're a big publisher. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm <laughs> I'm good with that. Yeah, you know, I, um, it's yeah. my story. And to me, it was more important that it all stay together and that it belonged to me. And even if I die, it never becoming a big New York, New York Times bestseller or into a movie, it's mine. And that's a choice I made, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You have to be really on top of what you are willing to lose potentially forever, you know, lose rights to, I should say. Um, and what you want to hold near and dear, you know, years ago, I was actually um, up for a job and they sent me the contract. I think it was a recruiting job. And some there was some clause in the contract that was like, you know, it, it was something about anything that I created would belong to the company. Oh, that's standard. That's like, standard. Yeah. Oh, hell no. And so I said, well, um, can we just change this? you know, I have a little bit of background in contracts. I mean, you know, can we change this clause to say, you know, anything that I create related to blah, 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 you know, whatever right. it is they did. Um, and they were, and I said, because, you know, I could write something on my own that's just for me. And then, you know, it has nothing to do with this. And they were like, no, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to take this right. job then. <laughs> well, by the way, just so everyone knows, um, we're both very familiar with contracts. Um <laughs> That is a pretty standard form, especially for anybody, any company that does anything to do with uh, creating content or creating anything. What you need to do is exclude. Like they should have a section that says you can exclude and you can line item all those. I actually just had to do that with uh, the company I'm working with, one of my newest clients. And I had to exclude this podcast, this, my books, all those things, because I mean, you know, from the business part of it, you do want to like if you're retaining clients and you have people that are working on stuff and they create something in your house. Right. They're creating something 
off of an idea that you guys talked about that should belong to the company. Right. So right. there's, there's two sides of it, but you should, you should, again, we're talking about reading, reading things yes. and understanding them. And yeah. by the way, things have changed a lot. For those of you that keep clicking on stuff, actually it is readable. You don't have to always hire a lawyer because a lot of lawsuits have happened where companies have lost the suit because the legalese was so ridiculous. The person signing off on it couldn't understand it. Right. And these are things like even your phone things are written actually now primarily, you know what I mean? Don't call me out on, no, it's not true. <laughs> you know, but you can actually understand it if you read it. Now I'm not sitting here telling you to read your phone thing. I do. <laughs> Just I, I, you know, you, you get used to it because a lot of it is very standard once you get used to it, but they are writing them because they don't want to lose in court if you don't understand what you're signing off on. So that has changed a bit. So yeah, read your stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, right? Is like, don't uh, <clears throat> make sure that you're reading uh, what you're signing, uh, particularly yep. if it has to do with something of yours that you created that you are giving sure. away slash handing over or whatever, you uh-huh. know, but it's, uh, and be weary of companies that give out prizes for content creation. Really, really read those. Uh, yeah, because make sure you own your stuff when you're when you're done with when they're done with it, or if you don't win the prizes, make sure you know what you're doing. Spend some time investigating uh, that particular organization and what other people's experience are of them, you know, because I do, I have a concern that it's just, um, it's a way to get around being called out in, you know, in another instance for like, oh, and you hear, you see this every once in a while, like I saw something I don't want to name the school, but I, cause I don't remember exactly, but they had a posted assistant professor position that was unpaid, like <gasps> an, uh, an assistant professor positioned at a proper university. And it was like, this is an unpaid position. And it's like, yeah, code words are, are intern too. Whenever I hear intern, I'm like, I just look to see how much you pay in that intern. Yeah, because an intern wants to be paid. They're trying to get around because, of course, there was a whole barrage of, you know, comments about that. So they're trying to get around this whole, you know, we're doing we're putting out these unpaid positions, I think, by in some cases doing these contests or whatever, where it looks like, oh, it's, you know, it's a contest. We're (laughs) giving away prizes. But you just have to be really careful about And you know from the other side if you're a small business and you're looking for talent and you're trying to use one of these I say scammy ways of doing it you're doing business wrong. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there because yeah. you could actually you can actually post a position saying that you want someone to come in and volunteer. I actually you could see those on LinkedIn. We'd like someone to volunteer for 3 months you know, or whatever. And some people will, will actually answer those ads. And yeah. I, I think you're doing business wrong. If what you're trying to do is get work done and not pay for it, then ask for volunteers. That is a viable way to do it. And then if that volunteer is great and you get money and success from that person, pay them, pay them. Well, it's, I mean, it goes back to just be upfront. 
but be upfront about what you have, what you don't have, what's going to be possible down the line or what, you know, what's not going to be possible. You know, if you know that you are not going to have it in your budget to pay this, to be like, this is a volunteer position for this long. If you and I both choose to move forward, even though it's unpaid, fine. But you just, like you said, I can't even imagine putting in the time and the effort to be shady and scammy about bringing someone on when you could just be like, here's what I've got. Does somebody want it? Right. And I'm sure we're going to get some feedback because people are going to be like, no, the contest is great. That's okay. We'll deal with that on our next podcast. <laughs> we'll deal with any comments that come our way. But um, good. I think we have solved this problem. I think we're good. Yeah. People are now just because we contract. said it, they're going to read their contracts and yeah. know what they're doing. And good for us. Yay. <laughs> I'm glad you came by again. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Thanks for stopping by All About the Joy. Be better and stay beautiful, folks. Have a sweet day.